Good Friday, everybody. This is Nancy Gill with the James Exchange, and I am here on this fine day with Matt Lawless, a Scottsville Town Administrator, and there are two things I would really love to talk to him about. One is the zoning map amendment on the floodplain, and the other is changing our town elections to November. So greetings, Good morning. Matt. Thank you for talking about both of them. Yeah, I think that um, they both are under the radar and, you know, especially the moving our town election without asking us if we wanted to do that. The state How just said you will do this. So tell me about the zoning text amendment that's coming up for a public hearing Monday night on the floodplain. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, um, Flood control is sort of job number one for the town, and we want to make sure that we have the best regulations in place to make sure that we can do that, especially around renovating historic buildings in the floodplain and guiding any kind of new construction that happens near the water. So FEMA and the State Department of Conservation released a new model ordinance with um, best practices for floodplain regulation a couple of years ago. And it's um, now's a good time for the town to update its rules and match those. Most cities and towns around Virginia have picked up this new model floodplain ordinance. And my um, coaches in Richmond uh, have encouraged us to do the same. So we're not making any um, local edits to that. It's the state's model floodplain ordinance that'll get Scottsville lined up with the best practices. And this is especially important to the town because of our proximity to the river and also Mink Creek. Exactly, exactly. And with this, when we have new construction coming in, how does that affect any site Um, plans? Folks who have um, been to the beach in recent years and looked at new construction may have seen something like this where, where buildings are built up a little bit higher to avoid a flood level. And you see things like crawl spaces being lifted up a little bit with vents in them so that water can pass under the building without washing it away. Um, so not, you know, houses on giant stilts, but lifting it up a couple of feet and venting it is a good example of how you, you build a house a little bit closer to the water and keep it safe. Let's talk about that, uh, big old white elephant in Scottsville, known lovingly as a tire plant. Mm -hmm. My understanding is if they were to put residential housing on the first floor of what's there, they would have to do a lot of remediation to meet the flood control ordinance. That's a good point. Um, So there's a couple of that that might go or um, options you'd have for a renovation. Um, One of them is to certify the factory's levy as safe and remove that property from the floodplain. Right now, it's mapped as being in floodplain, and the map ignores the effect of the levy that the factory has. I think that's an error, and it would be worth looking into correcting the floodplain map. And then the factory would have the same status as all of the buildings on Valley and Main Street, which can be renovated and not change substantially because they're protected by a levy. Do we know, because the town has no jurisdiction over that levy, do we know when the last time it was inspected? I don't. 
Um, it's it's a um, it's a private levy. That's right. It's different from the one that the town is responsible for. So that's the um, that's the responsibility of the owner there to inspect it, fix it, make any changes to it that have to be. So I'm interested in where that sta- stands, but it's not it's not something the town's directly responsible for. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Uh, um, so the second thing, and I saved this for the second part of our little talk here today, is moving our town election to November and combining it with the federal and state elections. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, so that <clears throat> the town has had May elections for mayor and town council um, for as long as anyone can remember. Um, and we even had a, a charter update discussion recently and town council weighed the pros and cons of May and November elections and decided to keep the May. But then This past January at the General Assembly, a bill passed requiring all cities and towns around the state to move their elections to November. The reason given was that you have higher turnout in November and it's simpler and more effective if more people are voting. Unfortunately, they they didn't ask our opinion for that. So in order to comply with this law, we have to move our elections. So the, the advice from the voter registrar is that we should do this with a simple ordinance. So that's up for town council's consideration. What that would mean when you go to vote in November, uh, in an even numbered year, so if you're voting for president or Congress, you either go to Scottsdale Elementary or to the Cunningham District in Fluvanna. And if you live in town, your ballot would have Congress and Senate and president on one side, and it would have mayor and town council on the other. And that's so that's okay, right? It would be a simple enough ballot. The important thing to do when you get to that precinct is be sure to identify, I live in town and I want a town ballot. And that's the kind of detail that I'm worried about is that people might get the wrong ballot. So what we need to do is be a little proactive on this. I know November is still a ways off, but is creeping up fast. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this podcast will help starting to create sort of a ripple effect in getting that out. So gosh, you're welcome. Is there anything else? I know that there are other zoning text amendments on the agenda for Monday night. And just let me ask you, so what is the difference between a zoning map amendment and just coming in and rezoning the the property? Yeah, the the zoning has two parts, the the text and the map. The text sets uh, rules for different parts of town in different zones. And then the map defines what those, which rules apply to a particular parcel. So there's a few hundred parcels in town belonging to 10 different zones. So to change the rules for a location, you can either rezone it from one category to another, and that could be a case-by-case basis, or in the text amendment, that changes the rules for all the parcels that are qualifying. So sometimes the text amendments are broader because they affect every commercial parcel, every industrial parcel. The map amendments are case by case, you're only changing one site. And so they have they have different notification processes related to that. Well, it looks like you may have an interesting meeting Monday night. 
Oh, last one of the year. It's been an, it's been an eventful year and uh, happy to um, close it out and get ready for the holidays here. Yeah. And you're kicking off the new year with a couple of controversial um, special use permits. Here we go. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. <laughs> uh, well, thank, thank you for helping to get the word out. Look forward to you being involved as a neighbor, too. Yes, I will be there Monday night and I will have something to say about the zoning map amendment regarding James River Road. But that's not for this podcast today. So Matt, great talking to you again, and I'm sure I'll see you around next week. As we enter this Christmas week, please keep the family and friends of Arbutus Thacker, Lillian Shaft, and especially Joy Vegas in your prayers. I hope everyone has a very special Christmas this year, and I will be back on Christmas Day with, you guessed it, the Sign Lady.